This is the Straight from the Net podcast with Jamie and Danielle. We say bad words and talk about inappropriate things that you may not want your coworkers, small children, or the easily offended to hear. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, it's another episode of the Straight from the Net podcast because that's what we do every single week and I say the same thing and I still haven't figured out my tagline, but here we are, here to make you happy, aren't we Jamie? Hi, it's Jamie. <laughs> Tell them you're here to make them happy, Jamie. I'm here, to make, I'm here to make you happy on Tuesday, January 5th, 2021. Welcome to the new year, bitches. I know. Oh my god. May so, it be better than the last. Well, there is some interesting things happening in the political world. So, oh, Biden is supposed to be taking over. The 20th. By, it's supposed to be taking over, right? So uh-huh. that's coming up. But a whole bunch of rumbling people are saying that they don't think Trump's going to concede and give the damn White House over. Well, that's the thing. Once it hits noon on January 20th, Biden is the president. If President Trump turns into a civilian again. So if he doesn't leave, they're going to drag his ass out. I'm kind of wondering how things are going to go. There's been like all these weird little rumblings that stuff is coming. Did you hear the phone call to the Georgia governor? I did not. I was like, I can't listen to that thing. He was like... He was like, um, my God, they just keep, this poor girl, Tanya Roberts, she's either dead or she's not dead. And now they've, they've confirmed her dead and then they confirmed her alive. And now she's confirmed dead again. Who are you? What are you talking about? Uh, this girl, remember the, that 70s show? Mm-hmm. Midge, Donna's mom. Mm-hmm. She, her name is Tanya Roberts. Okay. Last week she was in the hospital. They declared her dead. Well, the, the news did. She wasn't dead. What? Now they're saying she is dead? And now they're saying she is dead. Four hours ago. (laughs) My God, dear Lord. So, I don't know. She died of a UTI? I feel like that's a little... Well, maybe it became septic or something at some point. Like, it gets away from you, but... um... I don't know. I, I'm kind of interested to see. There's been some rumblings. I've had like a couple people say that some stuff is coming, and I'm like, what is coming? I don't know. Like, well, today I don't is know. today is the Georgia runoff. Okay. So that's a big deal. Um, that lets us know who's going to control the house, whether it's going to be Republicans or Democrats. Okay. Like this vote is very, you know, apparently important. Like I don't give a fuck. Excuse me. That much to even care. But according to that, today is the Georgia runoff. So President Trump called Georgia's governor and was like, so uh, people are mad and they want to know where the hell all these votes are and blah, blah, Like, completely was very threatening to the governor of Georgia. And, like, he sounds ridiculous. Like, President Trump, if he would have just shut his mouth <laughs> and let the people he hired speak for him actually speak for him, it probably wouldn't have turned out so messy for him. I don't know. I'm just, I'm wondering what, how it's going to be. But in the meantime, let me see. I'm trying to think. I haven't really had anything going. I'm like doing a lot of remodeling and I had my appraisal today. I'm hoping that works out because I needed to come in high so I can get that damn pull I keep talking about. Oh my God. So that's, I don't really have anything going on. Do you know, remember the little old lady from like the greeting cards in the comic strip and she's in like. A red jacket and a beanie and the, the collars up on the red jacket. She's got those little beady glasses. 
And they were always on like Darla or Dara or something, something like that. And, you know? and it's they're always, she's on a greeting card and, and like yeah. old ladies love her. Yeah, that bitch lives in your neighborhood because I just saw her walking down the street and I what? Just, <laughs> I wish I would have. She was trucking. I wish I would have had my fucking phone like in reach, but I was driving, so of course it was in my purse. This. Wait, well, is it a little old lady or is it supposed yes, to be a young woman? It's a little old lady. Oh, and she's the grumpy one that has like the, right. the grumpy doll. The, the grumpy. Hold on, let me see if I can find her. The grumpy old lady on greeting cards. And right? I have one of those. Grumpy old lady on greeting cards. Oh my god, she literally just said that into her Google search. Right, and I found her. This lady, to be fair, she's um not wearing her red coat and her beanie. Yeah, that one. The, yeah, yeah. And you saw that lady in my neighborhood. I swear to God, I just saw her walking in your neighborhood. I was bagging up. I was like, oh my God. It's her. It's a fucking celebrity and lives in Danielle's neighborhood. <laughs> it's a celebrity. <laughs> she she had on her red peacoat with, her, with the collar up and her little beanie hat and she was trucking. I was like, I'm telling you what, this, I'm still like, my freaking boyfriend, it's so funny. He still is like so enamored by the fact that like, Everybody's so nice here, and everybody's always waving, and like, hi ho, neighbor, and like all this stuff, and he's just like, what the fuck's happening? Like, it's just so funny, and he's like, everybody that meets him loves Bruce. Like, he's just the nicest person, he's the easiest person to get along with, and he even thought it was weird. Like, you know what I mean? I love it, and I never talk to anyone. Like, right. I'm actually the grumpus of the neighborhood. Like, I don't want to know you. You don't need to know me. Let's just, I'll wave if I have to wave at you. But outside of that, I'm going to be left the fuck alone. And Bruce is even, like, kind of like, oh, shit. Like, everybody's just, it's it's like Mr. Rogers' neighborhood got transplanted to 2020 in your when, neighborhood. When Katie and I moved in with Ron all those years ago um, to Charlestown. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Charlestown's a very small neighborhood. Right. Very small community. People were waving. As we were moving in, they were honking and they were waving. Right. And Katie was like, why? And this is my six-year-old child. Right, at the time. Completely jaded. Uh And she's like, why is everybody waving at us? It's weird. (laughs) So I'm in there and it's the next day. We're getting everything unpacked. I'm unpacking my kitchen, cleaning up everything. And (laughs) the lady up the hill, Miss Dottie, um... She was very elderly, so she sent one of her little, like, people that used to come and take care of her down, and it was an apple pie. Right. She brought me a pie. hmm And she's like, just bring the dish back whenever you're ready, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, thank you so much. So I put the pie on the counter, and it smells amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, cooking my first dinner in the house anyway, so I'm like, this would be the perfect dessert. I got vanilla ice cream. Yeah. I was excited. I went upstairs. To do something, came back downstairs, and my daughter had thrown the pie away. What? Scraped it out of the dish and was washing the dish. I said, what are you doing? She was like, um, that's stranger danger. No. She was like, we don't take food from strangers, mom. And these, she's like, and these strangers wave. And I'm like, I was so looking forward to that pie. (laughs) I wanted that damn pie. And she was like, I'm going to take her dish back. I'm like, you can't take her dish back. She just dropped the pie off five minutes ago. She's going to know you threw it away. She was like, okay, so should we wait a day? And I was like, asshole! I wanted that pie. At six, she was that shape. Were you like looking in the trash can like, okay, is it an empty trash can? No, it wasn't. It was like, (laughs) I just vacuumed. There was like, I just emptied the, the canister in there. It was awful. Like, I was like, that's so sad. I'm so sad about this pie. But Katie didn't realize 
realized that Ron knew her because Ron's grandparents grew up, raised, like, his mom in that house. Like, his... Yeah, his family's been around. His family owns the house. So his family's there. So she's just like, oh, you're Alice's, you know, grandson's girlfriend. Here's a right. Katie had no concept of that. She just knew it was strange danger and threw that shit out. Oh, my God. She was jaded at six. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, she did come out of what? Brookside? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, you know, there is that. But um, you know who else is jaded? Me. Since we're going to jump right in. Me. I mean, outside of you. Okay, go. <laughs> I saw this yesterday. I was like, what the actual shitosaurus rex is this? <laughs> I mean, seriously. So, this is the headline, and it's <laughs> former church pastor now makes $100,000 a month as a life coaching stripper. Good on her. I was like, Jamie, this is where you need to be. <laughs> I, I, wonder what she, like you. I wonder what she dances to. Does she dance to like Christian rock? <laughs> I don't know, but this is on the New York Post. It dropped on the second. Listen to me, it dropped. It dropped it like it's hot. And it was from Paula Froelich or Froelich, or however you say her name. <laughs> and it says she's a saint and a sinner. It says Nicole Mitchell ditched her life as a pastor in Ohio three years ago and now lives in California making a living in the sex industry. Mitchell, a mom of three who describes herself as a pastor turned stripper life coach slash model on her Instagram account that boasts 120,000 followers, charges $15 a month for a sexy subscription on her OnlyFans account and for Zoom sessions. Oh, Paco will not let me. You're wrong. Paco will not get me. Let me have a OnlyFans. He won't. He said if you get an OnlyFans, it's the only thing you'll have. (laughs) I feel like. I don't have to be naked. There's a market out there for some shit. Like, Pudgy Girl Does Dishes and Sweats has a following. I don't think so. I think you're going to have to show your 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 ass. I'll wear tighter sweats. Well, let me see if this will change Paco's mind. It's not. He's He doesn't care about money. He's like... She, well, oh, oh, crap. You dropped your mic. She now makes $100,000 a month. Shut the fuck up. Yes. And eclipsing her former saintly salary and had a hell of a 2020, according to The Sun. In a New Year's Eve post that featured her in skimpy lingerie, Mitchell wrote, I I just wrapped up another TV segment. Thank you, Fox 26. And I am just in awe of the dreams that have come true this year. There's so many little kids out there, like young boys are like, Pastor Nicole saved my life. (laughs) (laughs) Among her blessings, Mitchell wrote... (laughs) We're going viral, being sought out as a life coach expert on TV, being reached out to by celebrities and stars who want to connect and collaborate, stop collaborating, and having producers and bookers reach out to me, she says. Oh, my God. This while in a pandemic, going through a divorce and having three kiddos at home, she says. I wonder why she's going through a divorce. I don't know, but she doesn't actually you show. Know she probably... Was not going through the, was not getting what she needed at home. That's how she turned to stripping. And then he was like, she probably didn't even want to be a preacher. She was probably just doing it to make him happy. And then was like, you know what? Deep down, I'm a freak. Well, that's that's one picture. She better fucking stop. It's just, she's in lingerie. You don't see anything really. Right. She's very classy about it. Jesus approves. (laughs) 
It says uh, in subsequent posts featuring topless and bottomless shots, but she covers herself up. So it's like you're not really seeing everything. But then again, I guess they don't really put it on there, so you don't really know. But it says it features, oh, Mitchell exhorts her fans to follow their dreams and contact her for one-on-one sessions via direct messaging. $100,000 a month. I kind of want to talk to Bruce about what we can work out. We should just do the podcast on OnlyFans. And then they'd have to pay. No. They'd have to pay $5 to see us. But we'd just be us. Like, every once in a while, we'd just do this or something. (laughs) Just lift up our tit. Just lift the boob and be like, hi. Welcome to Shrink on the Net. You can't see what she just did. She just picked up her boob and, like, fake licked her nipple. Like, it's so disgusting. I would never. Oh, my God. Actually, like, it's so funny because I think, I kind of wonder how much crazy porn shit I could get away with if I did an OnlyFans account and you don't know who we are. Oh, that happens all the time. Like, most, there's a lot of you porn videos and, like. Yeah, where they have, like, the masks like the, on or, or something. Or there's no face at all. It's just hoo-ha and dick. That's what I'm saying. I'm wondering how much, you know, Bruce and I could get away with. And maybe we could start making, I would even take ten grand a month. I would take a one-tenth of what sexy, you know, center stripper would take. Oh, you want to hump Bruce online. Yes. Why not? <laughs> that is bold. <laughs> I know, like, I'm, like, so prudy, so it's like, very Like, weird right now, I don't even know face. how to, like, deal with that. I know, I know, but I'm like, well, what if you can't see our faces? You would get so frustrated, though, because you would look at it and be like, that's not even hot. Like, we need to redo it. My, we need to redo it. My crotch looks very fat in this shot. I don't like it at all. <laughs> I don't like the way my clitoris looks in this shot. It looks like it needs to go on a diet. Y'all. Do it. Y'all, let me tell you. Let me tell you. How my body is rebelling now that Danielle just mentioned her hoo-ha. <laughs> so last night, and it's very sad for me. Because <laughs> last night, oh, Jesus Christmas. this microphone keeps falling down. I don't understand. Is it, is it like, because we're like stuck on it? There you go. Oh, there we go. So we didn't have, a little more we didn't have enough slack. Okay, okay so so last night I crack open a half a gallon of, of milk, um, it was 2%, which mm-hmm. I don't agree with 2% milk. I think it's bullshit. I think it's false advertising. Um, <laughs> I think 2% it's gross. Bullshit. It's like foggy water. No, anyway, that's skin milk. 2% it, no, 2% still is still gross. You think? Yeah. So anyway, it's 2% milk. I crack it open. It's brand new. <laughs> I am pour it into a glass. I have my chocolate syrup because I have low calcium. Like this, um, this surgery has drained my calcium completely. So now I have to take a calcium supplement every single day. So I'm like, I should, I really need to start drinking more milk. I'd buy whole milk because it's got more calcium. Right. Well, somebody bought 2%. We won't mention him. <laughs> Paco. I speak of him. I speak of him a lot. About his penis. So anyway. Oh my God. Um, His name rhymes with taco. <laughs> So, I can't imagine who that could possibly be. So Jamie pours this glass, puts the chocolate syrup in it, stirs it up, and I'm like, "Oh, I want this chocolate milk so bad!" Like, have you ever had just a craving for something? Yeah. Last night it was chocolate milk. Okay. My mi- 
I wanted chocolate milk because I have PMS and my body's acting weird. Like, my body was like, okay, we're going to give you PMS, but your nipples are going to hurt. Not your boobs. Just your nipples. Right. And that's how we're going to do it this month. I'm just scared. I'm pissing on sticks. Like, I'm pissing. I'm taking pregnancy tests since I'm 44 years old. No one goddamn well I'm not pregnant. Paco is the cotton fucking king. Like, no one goddamn well I'm not pregnant. And I'm still peeing on things because I'm like, why is it just my nipples? Oh, Freaked I know. Out. So yeah. anyway, back to the chocolate milk. I, I'm, I'm, I took a big old drink. And as I'm drinking it down, little white balls start floating up to the top because this milk is going bad. And you could imagine that I threw up. So I run to the bathroom. I throw up. Oh, my gosh. And my body hates me so much while I'm throwing up, I'm pissing my pants. <laughs> like, I don't mean like, oh, let me, let me like cross my legs and finish throwing up. It'll be fine. <laughs> no, it's Niagara Falls. And I need a million dollars just for fucking cosmetic purposes. <laughs> so just so you know, men, this is what a woman's body goes through. Especially after giving you your spawns of Satan. (laughs) And that's why we need to be appreciated. Because women have the worst fucking luck. Like, no kegels in the world is going to save you from not pissing yourself when you throw up after the age of 30. There is nothing that's going to happen. I think, what was it, three years ago? Three or four years ago, I got the stomach virus. And, oh, my God, I would throw up, and every time I threw up, I would piss everywhere. I mean, it was awful. And so I'd have to get a towel, throw it down underneath of me, right, and then throw up in the toilet. Oh, while trying to throw up. Oh, while trying to throw up. But, see, then I got smart because after the first time I did it, you just I put a towel underneath the next towel for the next time because I knew that was coming. I went ahead and sat on the toilet and threw up in a trash can. Oh, God. Oh, that's a good idea. Yes. I'm a fucking idiot. I should have done it and that And then way. I rinsed the trash can outside. Yeah, that would have been so much At better. like 11 o'clock at night, and my host bib is real close to da- to my cousin Rachel, who lives next door to me, is yeah. in the front yard, and I'm like out there with the hose. It's like... I know. That loud acid, like in the trash can, spraying yeah. out the trash can. <laughs> I'm like, Rachel's going to be like, what the fuck is happening over there? What did we get into moving next to this bitch? Oh my God. It's great though. Cause she's like, can I get some tinfoil? And I'm like, sure. And then I went into her other house, her house the other day, just walked in and grabbed some butter. She wasn't home. I told her, I was like, I need butter. She was like, oh, there's six of butter in my, um, in my crisper drawer. And I'm like, okay. Right. She was like, her stepson was over there. And he's home alone, but she gave me, like, the key to her, the code to her house so I could just get in. Yeah. So I just go barging in and walk into the kitchen. He's sitting there, like, with his headphones on, looking at me, like, what the fuck are you doing in the house? I just go get some butter leave. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Well, not to mention, like, when we get older, the hair, the weird hair that you grow, it's, like, all over the place. Right. I spent most of the last night plucking weird ass hairs out of my I had a hair growing out of the middle of my neck that was like four inches long I did too and you know what they they change they they find new places so you pluck them like three or four times right. and then they move on they're to sneaky. another area they're sneaky little fuckers they are sneaky so and I always had the same one and it's like oh my god you're always like looking around just trying to figure out where the next one's gonna come from oh Awful. we just talked about um the stripping preacher so I can talk about this Okay. All right. So Delaware is where we live. It's pretty small. Mm-hmm. Delaware has cl- closed its churches for a while. Nobody could worship. Right. In person. Correct. In person. So 
Get this. Mm-hmm. There is a super spreader event that happens twice a week in Newark. There's a super in Gla- spreader? Well, no, I'm sorry, in Glasgow. It's in Glasgow. Yes. Twice a week, cars line a residential street in Glasgow's Bay Point community for worship services occurring inside a residential home. It's been happening for years to the complaints of neighbors, but COVID-19 has made those criticizing it more vocal. I know so, what Bay Point is, too. They're big old houses on almost acre lots. And right. Like, yeah. So, um, state rep Eric Morrison, who's a friend of mine. Oh, I can't stand him. I know you don't like him, but... Uh, he's always bitching about something. He's so fucking stuck with he, his asshole He's now. very concerned about, like, seniors and things like that, and... He's an idiot. <laughs> okay, you don't like him. Danielle doesn't <laughs> like him. I'm sorry. So, anyway, um, constituents contacted him about the matter, which is a violation of county code, so he went for himself. So he said, I walked in with a mask. No one there had a mask on. There was no social distancing. They had set up basically in their living room area. It, it's folding chairs side by side. He said, it's set up like a full church. They had a full line of musical instruments, a microphone, a projector, and it was all being recorded. They had a professional lighting, so everything was all there. Mm-hmm. Pastor of Ignition Church, Greg Twiddell, said... Claims congregants were, um, claims congregants were packed in like sardines are false. So he said we tend to have thirty five or so, in an open layout of over two hundred square feet on the main level, um, with our most elderly upstairs because it's a balcony that looks onto the area for which I preach. He said Morrison said attendees of the Ignition Church Ignition. This is remixed to Ignition Hat <laughs> Church Kitchen. Oh, sorry. His I want name's to... Greg Twaddell. Twaddell. He's a real Twaddell, too. Um, is it T-W-A-D-D-L-E or D-E-L? Um, T-W-D-E-L-L. Greg. So anyway, um, he Uh-oh. said, Morrison said attendees of the Ignition Church services included an elderly and an infant. I walked in and the preacher actually stopped and said, oh, hey, Welcome. You're not the state health inspector, are you? And everybody laughed. Ha ha. So that, to me, shows how seriously they take this pandemic. Oh my God. God, shut the fuck up, Eric. Just shut the fuck up. I mean, I agree with him. Like, like, how close? You've had COVID. I've been exposed like a million times. Like, I'm sorry. Like, he should be concerned about this. This guy is in the wrong. There should not be fucking a million people crammed in your house. So you can have church when there's a pandemic. Like, that's just my opinion. But you just don't like Eric. If this was anybody else, you'd be like, right? No, because you know what? I think Eric started off as having, like, good intentions. And I actually really enjoyed a lot of the things he said. But the more people followed him, the more people fluffed him up, the more his head got so big. And now he just doesn't shut up about everything. He's always bitching about everything all the time. Yeah, and and, and that'll calm down. Oh, Once he realizes how stressful this job is, that'll... Um, current public health guidelines restrict, restrict private gatherings to 10 persons. However, Governor John Carney has noted that the state is relying primarily on voluntary compliance. He yeah. said officers would not be knocking on the door to enforce the restrictions in Newark. Such gatherings, excuse me, within city limits have been broken up. And, like, they just had one last week where there was, like, 35 kids in an apartment, an apartment, like, just partying. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um... Have broken up by the police and attendees have been citing. I was sitting there thinking twice a week, 30, 40, 50 people. I counted 30 cars that day. How do you know they were all there for church, Eric? That's a neighborhood. 
There might Probably be. because it's all around that house. That The neighborhood is very spread out. Like, the homes are spread out. And they have very long driveways. So, if you average two persons per car, that's 60 people coming in here. No masks, yeah. no social distancing. And every single one of these people going back into the communities. They're going to their yeah. work. They're going to their families. They're going shopping. They're doing everything else we do. And I would assume that none of us... None of them take the pandemic seriously, obviously, obviously. so I can't imagine that they're doing it outside of church. Well, if they have to go back out into the community and other places, they have to be masked. This is, yeah, this is potentially a super spreader even twice per week. That's unacceptable at this time. A concerned member of the volunteer maintenance board who spoke to WDEL on the condition of anonymity, that's always a fun word for me to say, mm-hmm. I, I probably just fucked it up, has been fighting for issues, the issue for years. I myself have not been able to go to church since I can go via Zoom, but my church is closed probably till April or May, he said. We're not against the church per se. What we are against is the owner of the house allowing this to happen. While the COVID-19 outbreaks have been publicly tied to the church services, Colin Twiddell, the owner of the home where church services are being held, according to Newcastle Public Records, died from pneumonia compounded by complications from COVID-19. So the guy that owned the house died from COVID? Right, so it's oh. Colin Twaldell died of COVID, COVID compounded by pneumonia. Okay, so you're in a church. But the main person that owns the house died from COVID. Yes. Oh. And you're just in there. So um, I guess they're looking into that. And because it's very, because they say that you can have so many people for religious gatherings. Like that. No, I definitely agree that I don't think that they should be doing that. But they should not be doing it in the house. No, because I did have COVID. And even though I kind of got through it, I still have some issues like lingering with that. I get these moments where I'm short of breath. Um, And it just happens. Yeah, Hayden too. Like I I thought Hayden was like having an asthma attack today. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, it's like just COVID. (laughs) Yeah, and it's like lingering. It's just these moments. And it it lasts for, you know, like 15, 20 minutes. And you're like, what the hell is that? And then um, I keep getting these... um, like palpitations and it's like you'll just be sitting there and all of a sudden your heart will start racing did you see the video there's a video circulating and if you get a chance google it and it happened at an la mall um and there was an anti-masker protest Mm. and these anti-maskers went into this grocery fucking store and started harassing all these people in masks like one of them one of them the guy like she wouldn't move out of his way, so we kind of, like, ran into the cart with his mm-hmm. cart, and she said that he hit her, and all these anti-maskers, like, came and tried to beat this guy up. It's on camera that he never put his fucking hand on her, but she was, like, like, fucking windmilling him, trying to, like, fucking beat this guy up because he was wearing a mask. Like, these anti-maskers in California that went that in. That is ridiculous. And, like, here's the thing. I don't like the mask. It breaks out my skin. Oh, yeah. My face is so broken. It falls up my glasses. Yeah, I can't see. I don't like the mask. But. It needs to be done. It needs to be fucking done. Mm -hmm. Because if you follow the guidelines and you follow the motherfucking rules, we too can be like Australia. I know. I was saying you're like leading me right into the next thing. I know. Um, What is happening in Australia right now, Danielle? Can I also just, well, let me just mention real quick that it's interesting that I followed all the rules. Okay. Right. And I was obs- I was completely obnoxious about it. Like anything that came in this house had to be doused. Now. I remember washing all my hands and all that stuff. I would go through the house and do all the handles and touching everything. I still got it from fucking Kathy because I sat next to her in a car. Right. And she had no clue she had it at the right. time. So I don't know. 
know. I'm like, she started getting symptomatic that day, but it was only in her knees. Like, her joints hurt. So, it, we didn't know that. I mean, because that doesn't say, oh, COVID, because her knees hurt. Right. You know what I mean? So, it's interesting enough to me that I find a lot of the things that are going on ridiculous. Fucking absurd. So, we can't stay out past 10. Right. At because, our restaurant. Because COVID only comes out after 10. Only after 10. But Disney can be open. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many people I know were in, just in Disney and just got back. They were all in Disney. I mean, they were all down there masked and went out to Disney. And Disney had their fireworks display and did all that stuff. I mean, yeah. they were taking videos of it all. But well, I'm not allowed to sit in a fucking restaurant after 10 o'clock. I'm not allowed to be at a bar after 10 o'clock. But right. You can't, see what I'm saying? I think, I think it's fucking stupid. And you're starting to see that it is like... It doesn't make an ounce of sense. If right. we can all stand in fucking line at BJ's, if we can all stand in fucking line at Lowe's, which is what I've been in because I'm remodeling my fucking house. So I've been in at a fucking Lowe's like a motherfucker. I'm like, it's completely packed in there. And, you know, and we like, have, it doesn't make an ounce of sense to me. We have all these bartender servers, things like that, that are losing their income because of this. Yeah, they have no way of surviving. So it's but like, the government's going to give them $600. Yeah, I know. It's like, don't even get me started. It's like the I'm way not, that this I'm is I'm not bitching about the $600. $600 is better than $0, but still. But considering, again, and this is what I've always said, we are considered the number one superpower on this planet. And other countries are handling things better and doing a better job. And it makes me a little angry. And I actually have, there's a friend of mine that, you know, he's, you know, kind of works at one of those bars slash restaurants and he's like getting booted out of his house because he can't work long enough right to make the money. And like his um girlfriend just had like another baby, but they, you know what I mean? They got pregnant before the pandemic and they were doing just fine. So now both of them are trying to figure out how to make money and they're working like three and four jobs, but they have three kids. So somebody's got to be home. So, and he's still getting booted out of his house. He can't get enough. And it makes me so sad because they're really hardworking people and their life was just fine prior to this. And now he has nowhere to live. Right. And he's like, and there's nothing they can do. Like all the restrictions on like being like, you know, booted out of your house and all that stuff. That's all been lifted. So now he's trying to find another place to rent and there's nothing yeah, there's, available. We did not handle this well. We And I'm not going to blame it on President Trump because it's not just President Trump. No, because this if we would have just all done it the way we should have. government. And got it done. Plus us not, as a people. Right. And we I, I almost think we have too much freedom. Because us as a people, <coughs> like, we're so like, oh, our rights, our rights, our rights, because we're Americans. This is a violation of our rights. Just listen to what these other countries are doing and how they're COVID-free and... They're just... And they're back to life. They're back to life because they they fucking listen. Who cares if putting on a mask is irritating? Who gives a I fuck? Know, put on a fucking mask and wash your hands and like right. try, and try and just limit what you're doing. But it's like, for instance, so now we have New Zealand is COVID-free. And now we have... Um, Australia. Australia just reported that they're... Um, down to zero new cases, but that was at the beginning of November. So I'm not really sure what it was, but I got this thing from them. And it says now, like over there, the Sydney Opera House is reopened. 40,000 spectators were, you know, allowed to be there to watch like the rugby grand finals or something. Mm -hmm. Workers are all going back to work. And there was, you know, they have 26 million people in there. So I'm like, yeah, but the difference for them. But here's the difference. These people who are being forced to lock down their countries mm-hmm. are getting significant enough amount of money to actually be able to live on while they're in lockdown from their governments. But um, I have to assume when you look at New Zealand and Australia, they're not exactly like 
Department of Defense type countries. They're not like the people that have like these humongous armies and but you know that stuff where most of our money goes to. So I'm kind of wondering if that's why they're able to kind of do it. I and mean, they're already very socialized anyway. They're a socialist kind of their countries. Um, but it just it makes me sad that it's like if we all would have kind of just done our part to begin with, and we just wore the fucking mask and washed our hands. And, you know, try to stay away from other people and if just help each other out. it would have been taken <coughs> it had been over. seriously from the door. <clears throat> because I think we were only supposed to be in lockdown six to eight weeks. Yeah. And now we're going into, it's going to be a full year here real soon. And people are still dying. And now we have this new fucking variant that's just popped up. Well, and they, I'm not they say that the new variant is more transmittable, but it's not as um, deadly. Oh, well, I thought it said that it was basically the same. It's just whatever. So I don't know. Maybe it's not. I don't know. But it was so, whatever we just got from my boss, I never even touched her hand. We just happened to be sitting next to each other in a yeah, car. Yeah, because it's airborne. And it's airborne. So, and I don't even remember her coughing or anything like that. And I still clean out her car every time I get in it. I take my Clorox wipes with me every day before I come in the house and I wipe down all the car. So the whole car was all wiped down before I even got in. I still got it from her. I remember. I remember that day. Yes. I remember that day because you came in and you were out in the garage. And I was standing out in the garage Mm -hmm. speaking to you while you were washing the car down. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, so even though I even wiped down the car to try and whatever. And then we sit next to each other and we were massless next to each other. But neither one of them were exhibiting anything. But that's how crazy that is. And let me tell you what, I have not had the flu in years and years and years and years and years. And I did way more than that. And I didn't wash my hands for nothing. Wasn't worried about anything. I haven't been sick at all outside of like I had the stomach flu like years ago. I think it was like 2016 or some shit. But I'm like, you know, that was years ago, but I haven't had anything. But that's how slippery COVID is. I don't think a lot of us are getting it because we're going out to the restaurants. We're not doing that. We're getting it from each other. Right. Visiting and being in front of, and being Except in front of each other. Except for me, other. because I have, like, a magic COVID repellent. Yeah, I don't fucking know how, but, yeah, so Australia's been fine, New Zealand's been fine. I'm kind of hoping that we can, you know, do something with that, but if we can't, because somebody is saying that we may go back down, like, lockdown lockdowns, and I just have to say, Netflix is coming out with a new series. It's called Surviving Death. And I am super excited about it. We talked about it before, and I'm all about, like, you know, previous, you know, reincarnation right remembering previous lives um you know past life regression yeah it's near-death experiences are my big favorite one um so now they're getting ready to come out with that and it's a six episode docuseries um and that is going to be released here pretty soon and it's based on this woman's work she's a journalist named leslie keen i'm actually going to go out and get the book today because they have it over in kirkwood highway and she has all these different, you know, people that have talked, sat down, talked with her. And she's like a journalist and did it. So now they're going to go through and do all that stuff. But apparently she also did stuff on UFOs. Oh, she's like your soul reader. She she's is my soul reader. Yes, yes, she is. She is your um your soul mate author. I know. Well, it says the first episode will investigate the basic idea of whether it is possible to survive death in the sense that a part of who we are as humans continues on after our physical bodies die. So they kind of go through all that kind of stuff. and But then, real quick, just to follow along with this, there was a thing from Dr. Kaku. You know that, that um, I forget what his name is, but um, I don't know how, I thought I saved it, but I guess I didn't. And he's also kind of neat. So it's Dr. Kaku. And you see him on a lot of those shows when they talk about like the universe and things like that. So apparently a Swedish philosopher whatever believes that we may be in um kind of like a quantum matrix oh 
and that we really are just living out like it's sort of like a programmable thing that you know we're so well, whoever far is off. programming me you're an asshole well it's so neat though i'm really sad that i didn't save it because i thought that i had um because one of his books is another book too where it talks about like the future of humans and He's also like another philosopher. So that's kind of really interesting too, if you think about it, like where our souls really go back to. Right. Um, or what if we're never left at all? We're really just in a CGI and you think about it, like look at all this new CGI stuff we're getting with like the Oculus and, you know, then we had like the movie not too I long ago. I don't think ago, we're living in a computer program. That's what they're saying. No, they think this is like a, a, but a quantum program, like, and it's stuff that doesn't so even quite exist yet. We aliens, already, aliens are like, controlling us or something like like who's my puppet master no it's not that it's like you know we're really we're souls we're human consciousness and we're we're playing out different things within that that's what he said i wanted to pull it up and let you look at it more but if you think about it they just created a wormhole that never existed before remember and that's how we get they went 27 miles remember and wormholes and it never existed before but now we just did it so just imagine for a second we have Quantum computers now. We're going to get zombies. We're going to get fucking aliens. It, this is just leave shit alone. Anyway, speaking well, this of is Netflix. Just him, this is just him like sort of, you know, coming up with the idea that this is something that will exist. And I'm really sad that I didn't save it. And I think it was because I went to go take a picture of the book that he wrote because I like this guy in general. I think he's a pretty cool guy. And he breaks down scientific things so you can understand them. And he had a book, and I screenshotted the book so I could go look, get that too, and I missed it, but so that was So, Danielle and I had a Netflix twinsy moment yesterday while we both watched the documentary on Netflix, Death 2020. It's, yeah, it's a mockumentary. It's a mockumentary. It was funny as shit. And it's so funny. And then after that, me and Lori were like, what the fuck are we going to watch now? So we started watching Bridgington, which oh, is a new show. I have that saved up, It's yeah. so good. Mm-hmm. Like, we're on episode, like, three, and actually, we just finished episode two, and I was like, it's almost 11, should we watch another one? And she was like, just one more. No, we really shouldn't. And I had to stop it, because Did it was so stop? good. It's so good. So, you know, that's another thing. Well, I have that, but, you know, HBO Max, I now have HBO Max. HBO Max is good. It is really good, too, you guys. Like, I'm telling you, HBO Max fucking has everything. All right, so, as we're on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the biggest shows on Netflix is Stranger Things. Oh, I know. Oh my God. Okay, good. I'm glad you're going to talk about this. Okay. I'm really excited. So this is from feverup.com. Okay. And it says, uh, Stranger Things immerse drive through experience coming soon to Dover. Sign up now and we'll send you an email with when more information becomes available. And the general info is where's the secret location in Hawkins via Dover. And then it says What's it's Hawkins. It, Hawkins what? Hawkins is the name of the town in Stranger Things. Oh, duh, Jesus! Oh my gosh! And okay. it's saying Via Dover. Um, there's it's for all ages. Enjoy the experience from the safety of your own car, but the dates are to be determined. So I signed up just so I can get some fucking. You know we gotta go. Right. We have. So to here's go. the description. Like, come on, Paco, drive us all the way down to Hawkins. Could you imagine traveling to the Upside Down in an immense, an immersive drive-through based on Stranger Things? You want this to happen in Dover? Sign up and we'll send you more information if the Demigorgon decides to come to our city. So basically, um, you buy the ticket. Hold on. Ticket. Oh, it's not even letting me go on. Because it's not open yet. Probably. So you can, you go and you can sign up and 
they send you more information. Okay. And once start things start going, but apparently they're going to do this thing where it's like you can drive through, and it's going to be like you're driving through the upside down. And it's, like, this whole thing based on Stranger Things. And I'm excited for it. I'm like, this sounds exciting. And nothing like this ever happens in Delaware. <laughs> I know. Like, that's kind of interesting. Like, the pumpkin chunkin' doesn't even happen in Delaware anymore. Well, I'm wondering how, how much traction that's going to get after the initial, like, woohoo. You know what I mean? Right. How many times are you really going to go down there and do that twice, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It depends. Like, they'll probably, like. Upgrade it like an airplane, airplane hangar or something. Maybe. That makes sense. Because then they could, like, you know, you're driving through it. Like, so I'm thinking or it's got to be down there. Or one of those big empty fields down there. Yeah, they have to. I don't know. Because I'm just thinking, how long could that possibly last after, like, the initial hoop-off? It would definitely have to be at the Air Force Base with, with something like that. I mean, you'd like to think so. And I also have how to make easy Amish sour cream cornbread. Just, you know. <laughs> I know, because every time we save things, we go to save things, and we'll save them, like, on the wrong spot. So, like, and I actually don't have much of anything recently. Are you kidding? I have so much. I have easy Amish sour cream cornbread. I have Italian hoagie dip. I have 13 must-make air fryer fucking recipes. (laughs) Hot spinach dip. Like, I know. I'm like, are you even worried about our podcast at this point? Or are you just going to become just hungry. a neighborhood chef? I'm just a hungry person. <laughs> just a hungry girl. I'm just hungry. Oh, my God. Well, there's this other thing um, that's going on on Facebook right now. And they actually ended up, it's all finished out now. But you know when you go get your kids' pictures and it's from Life Touch? Like around here, I don't know if it's, I don't know how far it goes, but it's called Life Touch. Is who does the pictures, like school pictures. And this this one woman, her name is Karen Karen Cunningham. She posted three days ago that Life Touch sent her the wrong kid. Right. So these kids happen to go in and you know get their school pictures done. And she right. Lives, and Life Touch does like all the schools. So I don't know where she lives right now. I was trying to figure out where it was. It doesn't tell you where she lives, so I could kind of figure out because I'm like around here, nobody's going to school, so nobody's getting school pictures at the moment. But anyway. So she ends up getting these pictures back, and there's this one picture, and she's like, this isn't my child. I don't know who the hell this is. So she opens it up, and thankfully, it has his name on there, and his name's Alex, and it says 12th grade, 20, like 2020 to 2021. So he's going to graduate, and they and started this thing, and it's this is what she said. And she's got like 75 fucking kids, by the way. Like, could you please get off this woman, this poor woman? Her vagina must be just exhausted. All right, so it's like, she's got a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven kids. Fuck that. Seven children. I don't know if they're all hers or not, but Jesus, it's There's like seven so pictures anyway. There's seven fucking pictures, and one of them is her with a baby. So wow. there's like a baby and then like, you know, like upwardly mobile children. And, um, <laughs> and they're really cute kids, by the way. Anyway, so she posts on here. On Facebook. So Life Touch sent me the wrong kid. I felt, I kind of felt bad for him. So I put him up on the wall with my other children. Really, we just wanted to see how long it would take for our kids to notice. So she said, amazingly enough, they all noticed within about six hours. Kirsten and I decided he is staying until we can find his parents. It seems like the right thing to do. So she put his picture in a in a thing, in a picture frame and hung it up on the wall. So he's like their ace child. It's very funny. And she says, does anyone know Alex? He is a senior in high school. This is all I know about him, but he kind of feels like one of my own now. And then it says, hashtag find Alex. So 13.6 thousand people shared it. And then they finally found him. That is 
a feel-good story. Yeah, I found Alex. <laughs> she says, after 13,146 shares, Alex has been found. His real mother is a total sweetheart, so I feel it is best to let him go. Like, she could take his picture down now. Who knows? Maybe we will meet someday. This has been so fun. Thank you, Internet. And I thought, that is, like, the story we need to see. You know what I mean? After all this crap that's just going on, I thought that was really that sweet. That was so. very sweet. I have a story that isn't as sweet. Oh, um, great. But it is about parenting. Oh, okay. Oh, say so, so um this boy who got kicked out of this is from Percolate Percolately.com. All right. So um he's a teen who got kicked out of his house for being gay. Oh. Discovers his, uh, discovers his dad went to gay orgies in a wild video. Oh my god. Forget fuzzy socks and Kindles for Christmas. A few years ago, one TikToker sent a family altering bombshell to all his relatives. Imagine taking Pandora's box opening it wide and capturing all what's inside within a red velvet stocking on the mantle. For TikTok user Zipherus, that 2017 Christmas delivery was not just some prank. It was retribution for a history of homophobic abuse at the hands of his father. Oh, my God. Um, Read more. There it is. I was going to say, where is it? It can't be it. Um, what the hell just happened? I don't know. Oh, no. Did you lose it? I hit. Uh, he recalled that the momentous Christmas in, in a recent post, which has ranked nearly 4 million um, hits. In the video, Zipper is blanketed by a cool blue light up synced over fellow TikToker, Grace Gorski's. <laughs> oh, he, he Grace Gorski. Grace Gorski's cover of Ladies Gaga Bad Romance. Okay, as Gorski belted the, the refrain higher and higher, Zipherus unveiled the details. Oh, he was singing. He was singing uh, Bad Romance by... Oh, okay. His other gay TikToker friend was singing behind him <laughs> as he was unveiling this in the video. Okay. Um, Lady Gaga's Bad Romance. Okay. As Gorky, Gorski... Oh, Gorski... We know what Gorski, it's probably not him though. No. Uh, belted the refrain higher and higher. Zipherus unveiled the details of the story. He recalled how he was kicked out of his house when he was 15 as he came out as gay. The same happened to his sister who came out as bisexual. But then years later. His this, sister got kicked out yeah, too? Because Damn. she was bisexual. All but right. then years later, the siblings made a profound discovery. Dun, dun, dun. My dad starting a new job and giving his old laptop to my nephew, but leaving his Craigslist and emails logged into it, so my sister did some investigating. Oh, boy. Mm -hmm. My dad selling himself for gays, <gasps> for, for gay sex on back pages, on Craigslist, and getting money PayPal to him, and finding years and years of cheating with men. <gasps> Having someone on Grindr send me pictures of it orgy with my dad's picture as one of the participants my sister and i putting together all the evidence in a christmas stocking for the whole family on christmas morning 2017 <gasps> oh my god shut the hell up my sister at 16 coming out as bi and getting kicked out by my homophobic father okay so there's a video that's him singing it's lovely mm-hmm Okay, so the, the he's singing Bad Romance and the story is flashing. Oh, okay, the story coming on on top. Okay, okay. Um, so that's what he did for Christmas. 
He on to in 2017 he sent all his dad's gay Craigslist listings and PayPal and the pictures of him in gay orgies <gasps> to the whole entire family after this man who's obviously gay kicked his children out of his house for being gay. Holy crap on a cracker. Dun dun dun. That's oh my fantastic. god. I don't even know what to say to that. Oh my god. You know what? I just I mean, I Look, know people, everybody's different, and they all have their feelings about things. I don't know. Having just, gay children doesn't make you a bad parent. Disowning or kicking your child out because they're gay makes, makes you, you a bad, bad parent. fucking parent. Yes, it really freaking does, as far as I'm concerned. And it it's hard for me, though, because it's like, I understand that not everybody feels the same way. And I, the one thing I really don't like about, you know, any sides of the spectrum, like these political spectrums that we're in, is that if you don't agree with what they have to say, you're wrong, you're being canceled, you're doing this, you're doing that. I don't know. But it's like everybody has a right to their opinion. Right. And their beliefs. But you're not like, you know, you got to understand that there's going to be consequences that especially when you like throw that shit around all over the place. And in this case, the guy was very wrong, you know, for doing what he did with his children, especially being the biggest fucking hypocrite in the entire world. Right. But I just think like, I don't know. It's just... It's so hard for me to be like, I don't know, tearing down other people. Because I know what it feels like when you say one little thing and somebody tells you how fucking wrong you are. You know, all the time. Not in this case. Like, in this case, I'm not saying that. But it's hard. Yeah, like, like where are you getting with this? Because this no, guy I'm was saying, an like, I understand that some people, in this case, this motherfucker deserve everything he got. But it's hard because it's like some people are just very, very against people being gay. And they that's how they feel about it. And I hate being like, well, you're a really terrible person because you don't think it's okay to be gay. I don't think that's the thing. I hate being like that about it. I don't it. think that's the thing. If you're against homosexuality, then you're against homosexuality. When you feel like that is the only opinion and yours is the only opinion that matters and you comment on every post about somebody being gay, that it's wrong and it's a sin and all mm -hmm. that, that's when I'm fucking tired of your shit. I don't agree with a lot of shit. I don't blab my mouth about it. I keep yeah. up, I keep it fucking going. Yeah. This is America. You're allowed to have your own opinion. Right. My opinion is you can love whoever you want, and that's fine by me. Mm -hmm. it's what happens in your bedroom does not directly affect my life. You yeah, marrying no, that man agree. does not directly, another man or another woman marrying somebody of the same sex does not directly affect my life so it is none of my business now if bob next door to me is like well i disagree but bob doesn't post it all over the place like i fucking hate gay people or anything like that then you know what me and bob can still be friends because just because we disagree we have different values doesn't mean we can't be friends mm -hmm. but when bob starts spewing it all over the place like but he feels like you're spewing it do you see what i'm saying to him it's like you're trudging on him he doesn't agree with it and you know what I'm saying? It's like you're doing the same thing to him. Like, he doesn't agree with it. It's his opinion. And your opinion is, it's okay. It's also my opinion. I just want you to know. I raise my kids to be like, I don't give a shit who you bring them. I don't care their color. Then I was like, wait, before I, this I goes anywhere, understand. I know that I said I didn't like Eric Morrison. Or, I do you know, not. I, I don't like Eric <laughs> Morrison because I think he's turning into a total fucking showboat is right, what I think. But it's not because he's gay. <laughs> no, no, not at all. No, God, It's because no. he's an asshole sometimes. No, I think he's a fucking asshole, personally. Just his personality is an asshole. But... I'm just saying, like, I mean, in your your rationalization, the way you lit it, is saying, like, okay, well, but you're going to post, I think gay's being okay, and gay's okay, and gay's no, okay. No, I'm just saying. It's the same thing for him. I'm just saying I don't normally do that. Like, I'm not all about that. No, no, you're not. So, you're not. It's so just it's hard the, for me to be like, you're a terrible fucking parent. They probably were lovely, lovely parents. I think it's really shitty for you to kick your fucking kids out. 
Yeah, that makes you a shit parent. I mean, but I'm, it's like I'm they sorry, can be lovely parents up until then. They may have been, but you love your children regardless. You yeah, love you your children your regardless, regardless. Yeah. regardless of their orientation or whatever. And if this guy is homophobic, that's fine. But this guy wasn't. He was a hypocrite. Oh, no, but that guy was a total fucking hypocrite. And I think moment, he got everything he deserved. The moment you turn your back on their child, to me, makes you a giant piece of shit. I know. It's just, it's really, really sad. But then, you know what? We kind of get into that thing where it's like, you're not allowed to have your own opinion. But now we're doing all these things with the um, gender roles and your pronouns and all this other kind oh, of crap. Oh, I won't do that. I, and and I, I tell my gay friends all the time, I will not use they as a pronoun. Like... I, I can't be bothered with any of that nonsense or whatever. No. I mean, what, if you want to tell me, like, hey, can you refer to me, whatever, I will do my best to do that for you because I love you and I want you to be I have a I have a transgender but cousin. It's just driving me nuts. And I, I, I have a transgender cousin. Yeah, I, she doesn't do that. I so. am respectful enough to call her by the name in which she chooses to be called by. Yeah, but she doesn't ask you to be I able, call, call her, me they or I that call her a she because yeah. that's how she wants to live. Right. And I respect that. But if she was like, I'm going to be a them. No, you're not. Or I'm going to be an alien. No. <laughs> I draw the line at certain places. Well, like, so many people. I don't want to hear you identify as a fucking fishbowl. Like, <laughs> I don't care if you identify. I'm not going to be like, hey, fishy, fishy. I know. If I you're know. a fishbowl, shut the fuck up because they don't talk. <laughs> well, everybody's trying to be politically correct. And everybody's talking about what happened yesterday. And I want to try and hard to get it out there because I actually asked people what they thought. What happened yesterday? This guy, okay, so this this guy's name's Representative Emmanuel Cleaver closes Congress's opening prayer with a man and a woman. Oh God, this guy. So I posted on my Facebook page thoughts. I actually posted it on our page too, thoughts. Right. But on my personal Facebook page, it was very interesting that I have a lot of friends or acquaintances through Facebook that are on both sides of this political spectrum, both very liberal, very, you know, conservative and a little bit in the middle. Like I'm a very, like, I'm like a right leaning left person or whatever. You know what I mean? Like it's really interesting or whatever. I'm, well, I'm leftward leaning. I'm a Republican leftward leaning. So. Meanwhile, I'm people, just Jamie. Well, you've already said like you're, you're a Democrat. You, I am. you are, you are, you are, you know, who you are. Um, I I love you anyway. I feel it's wrong. I love you. No, I'm kidding. I'm just totally <laughs> kidding. I'm totally kidding. I, I don't really give a shit what anybody is, to be honest with you. I don't care. But anyway, so he, he closes this thing, and the people that were on my Facebook page all thought it was fucking ridiculous. Because amen isn't has anything to do with gender. It means, like, whatever it means. I forgot. I actually asked the people what it was. And everybody was like, what a fucking moron. So I wanted to just read that real quick because we talk about the things that are going on on our timelines. And it was, I asked for thoughts. And it is Latin for so it shall be is what it means. It is a biblical Hebrew word and it means may it be so or shall it or so it should be. So I thought it was very interesting. I got quite a lot of comments and everybody thought it was really stupid and that they're pandering to special interests. But even the special interest people are like, no, that's completely fucking stupid. We know that has nothing to do with gender roles or whatever. But I'm like, this is where our life has come to with the amen. Amen and a woman. A woman. Isn't it kind of dumb? So retarded. It, it, oh, I shouldn't say that. Yeah, I was going to say, don't say retarded. It's so... 
goofy. Well, so people were like, it's just more pandering to special interest. Completely unnecessary and all for show. Kind of like everything they have done for the last four years. So, you know, that is my... A woman, be, bitch. My, my right it. friend. A woman. And then another one was like, well, that guy is a complete moron. Amen has nothing to do with gender, so he's just a stupid idiot. And then we have Fitz, who came through and he said, like they said, it's pandering to woke people. I guess that's what they're calling them now. Yeah. Oh, we're so woke. We have a woke friend. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Who's our woke friend? Well, I don't want to mention her name, but we know her, our woke friend. The one that was like, I don't appreciate you guys making fun of homeless people when you weren't. <gasps> She's our very woke friend. Her name's Jamie. <laughs> not my jamie it's another one but anyway um amen is latin for and so shall it be or something to that extent it's dumb bottom line so then we have like people and then we got it he is an a hyphen asshole a <laughs> instead of amen a asshole okay so then um and it says a people need to get out more like asshole people and then sharon our close friend said someone needs to look up what amen means apparently and there are these types of people and these are the people that are leading our country and she's kind of right and it goes on and on but they all pretty much say the same thing but my favorite thing was our friend allison it was just a single three word well that's dumb uh, my Allison? Yes. Yes, she's Well, brilliant. that's dumb. Everybody else kind of gave like a whole spiel. They gave like a couple words. I mean, they gave a nice full paragraph. She's, she doesn't have time for that. Yeah, she was like, I'm just going to like drop these three words and bounce. And that's right. pretty much how it was. But yeah, so I think this is like a really great example of somebody going too far. Yeah. And, and it blew up in their face because everybody's talking about it. If you want this country to come together, post some dumb shit like this. I'm telling you. It's, no, we don't need anything else to have in. Just post this stupid shit. Everybody comes together and talk about how stupid it is. They can't wait. This is how we bring our country back together. This stupid shit right here. Right. We're all going to bond over the dumbness. <laughs> so anyway, I guess we could go ahead and wrap these things up. Uh, do your thing, Jamie. Um, if you're binging anything amazing on Netflix, let us know. And that's the best I could come up with this whole entire podcast. <laughs> Like, nothing. <laughs> if you identify as a fishbowl and you are watching something amazing on Netflix, let us know at straightfromthenet at gmail.com. Also, you can find us at Facebook on Facebook at Straight From The Net. Um, I'm also on Twitter and Snapchat and Instagram and a whole bunch of other things. So, please uh, get back Jump to us. Jump into our box. Jump into my twat box. And so go ahead and find us on there, on those things. And you can also find us on all these platforms that Danielle is about to um, let you know about. Okay, so we are on New York Daytime Radio. And I always say it, I don't know what people thought that was a good idea, but they did it. So you can find us every Wednesday on the WMLD Hudson Valley Radio, the voice of Hudson Valley Radio, at 1 o'clock. And if you miss us on there, that's okay. They do it again on Saturdays because they love us so much up there that they replay it at 7 o'clock on Saturday. And if you miss that too, it's okay. Okay, because we are going to load this exact podcast up to our platform, which you can find our mother, our mother platform is SoundCloud, but you can also find us on Spotify, TuneIn Radio, iPodcast, iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play Music. So we're really lucky about that. And hopefully nice big things come for us this year because it's about time we become the national treasures we are. Do we want to sing fuck off as we leave? Fuck off! Okay, bye. <laughs> bye.